Pickett, she lays it off to Reza Polaris. It's an absolute peach. Is driving. What a hit from Melina Rez. Wow. And Sam Kerr has a hat trick. Meet him up. Welcome back to Radio Dub, our New South Wales NPL Grand Final Edition. We're continuing our our renationalisation procure of Radio Dub. It's been a Victorian-centric program as, as the A-League Women's has been in its off-season, but we're slowly broadening our horizons, and what better way to do that than to continue the review of the, the Grand Final, which saw a dramatic penalty shootout win for the MacArthur Rams. Bakil, you were furiously messaging me as this game was going on, like, wow... This this penalty save uh, penalty shootout is incredible. How did you uh, enjoy your, your taste of uh, NPL football up in New South Wales? Lucky, I was stressed. I, I was feeling <laughs> like, what's going on? What have I? What have I? Like, I haven't watched enough games this year, but it was a fantastic final. I really, really enjoyed it, and we saw some really clutch penalties. And that bounce off the two posts. I, I had to pause my TV. I'm serious. I had to pause. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if it was in, didn't know it was out, but it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And uh, But nobody can ever say Radio Dub, we don't, you know, we don't go across the states because we do, Lockie. No. We do. There are some people who say that there's like this Victorian New South Wales, like Cold War going on. We both hate each other. Not on this program. Not on this program. No, no, we no, give voice to, to both sides of the uh of the two states and of the victorious members of that, that grand final side. And I think who better to turn to than uh, the person who was responsible for getting MacArthur Rams into the grand final with an extra time goal. Uh, I speak none other of none other than, than Beth Gordon, who joins us now. Beth, uh, welcome to Radio Dub. Pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to have a chat about all things MPL, A-League and anything else. See, Beth, we, we discussed this, but I just want to be for the public, for everybody to know, Beth, how old are you? Just wanted to set the record straight one time. I am 22, just turned over a month ago, 22 years old, born in 2000. I'm not 23, I'm not 24 or any other age, just 22. Okay, easy. That works. Lucky we've got it. We've got the big, big key question out the way. Yeah, well, were you, were you aware, Beth, that there are so many like different websites and like stats areas that just seem to be re- like really confused about your age? Like, is some sort of like Benjamin Button figure or something? <laughs> I was confused as well because I always thought I was born in two thousand, but <laughs> some people listed me in ninety seven. So, yeah, I was as confused as everyone else. <laughs> now, Beth, twenty two, you just won uh, the NPL title in New South Wales. What was that like, you know, with your team? Were you, what was the celebrations like? What was the lead-up like all, all the whole week? Oh, the lead-up. The lead-up was great. It was it was pretty much the same all year. The goal was the same for every single player and staff member that was involved. Um, everyone really had the same end goal, which was to win a trophy. Obviously, everyone wants to go out and win a premiership, but when that wasn't wasn't looking like happening the the grand final was obviously the next step so for us to get that trophy at the end of it was yeah I mean not really anything you can describe it was obviously a great moment to once you've envisioned it to actually go out and take it home with everyone that you've done all the hard work with all year so Mm. yeah well we will 
talk more about the the nuts and bolts of the actual grand final itself. But I do want to go one step back to the semis because you did make it to extra time uh, against RP. And I've already mentioned it, so I've got to ask you about it again. The, the winning goal in extra time scored by uh, none other than, than yours truly, Beth Gordon. I mean, take us through what, what was going through your mind in that moment because it wasn't it wasn't like a, a scrappy extra time goal to like save the day, <laughs> people falling over themselves to get it in. It was a, a pure hit from the edge of the box. So what was going through your mind uh, on that day at Lambert Park? Oh, I mean... That game all up was pretty big for us as a squad. We'd obviously lost both round games to Apia. So coming into that final, we were coming off a good run. So we really wanted to showcase that didn't matter who we were coming up against. Yes, we'd had two losses against them during the season, but we could come out and put our best foot forward and take home the points and make that grand final. So throughout that game, I think the team really just continued that lift that we'd had the past few weeks and put everything into it. And then in that moment, after going through, I think it was 110 minutes, yeah, I think it was just like it's now or never. You've got to take your chances. I think we had other chances in the games from other players and different build-ups where we could have taken the points. But for us to get it in that 110th minute in extra time after all the hard work and effort that the girls had put in. Yeah, I think I just just went for it. It wasn't something I don't do a lot. I mean, at training, those are positions that I'm shooting from. Obviously, as a midfielder, an eight box-to-box midfielder, you, you really do try and make those those opportunities count. So, yeah, I think I just took the opportunity and that one went in. No, absolutely. More than entitled based on uh, what happened to to have bought a ticket and ultimately um, won the raffle. But I can imagine it would have been particularly satisfying to get a result against that Arpia side as well, like a really uh, star-studded, like strong 11 on paper. You've mentioned the head-to-head results. But over the course of this, like the back half of the season, you guys have been one of the strongest performing teams. I think you only lost two games or something like that after after July, and that's taken you through all the way to, to a grand final win. I mean, what was the the secret to that sort of barnstorming back end of the season? Um, I mean, I don't think it should be a secret. I think it's just every single person in the squad, not just in first grade, but reserve grade as well, and even the 18 sitting up as well. So every single person getting in there together and training every session and putting in the effort together is really what got us there. No one really turned away for a second. Everyone always had their their mind on the goal. And, yeah, I think we just continued to build and build and build even until the last training session we had every single reserve grader there pushing us on to to get the trophy. So that was really it. It was just a common goal and everyone's drive to reach it. Is the benefit of not maybe like finishing the top of the table when the finals start, that you guys are just the hunters and there's no extra pressure because the pressure's all on that team above you? Yeah, I think if you look, I mean, some people wouldn't have looked, but there's a few punters out there. Um, They would have seen almost every week we were pretty much the underdogs. We were underrated for a while and... Yeah, I mean, there was never really any pressure for us to to go out and win other than ourselves putting on the expectation that we can win. So 
for us to come into the finals, there was nothing to lose. There was only ourselves to to impress ourselves with where we could get to. So that was what we were reaching for. And, yeah, I think that did come down to the fact that nobody did think that we were the top of the top because we didn't finish first. But, yeah, I think we came a long way with ourselves believing that we could be there. Is that something for you as a footballer, is that something you you enjoy that people maybe doubt you and then you go out there and, you know, outshine what they their expectations of you are? Yeah, I think 100%. I think and in, in going into the grand final, once we started that game, I did think that there probably would have been a few people watching that thinking, wow, like they they can perform and they are doing well and they are controlling the game. And I think previously before that, people wouldn't have looked at us that we were at that level. But, yeah, definitely in the final, I think we kind of showed people that we are the underdogs, but we can impress and outdo and and all of the above mm. and and in that game you were, you were performing well you were taking control creating the better of the chances there really was just one thorn in the side and that was uh that was the opposition goalkeeper Morgan Aquino who just pulled off some ridiculous saves in that game eventually you know being a large part of the reason that it, it ended up going to penalties after extra time were you starting to wonder are we ever going to be able to actually beat this uh beat her on the day <laughs> uh look morgan was great she she did she did kind of keep them in the game i feel i think we created more than enough chances to to win that game in the 90 not that not that tigers weren't in the game i think towards the back end they did have some runaway chances that they could have pinned us back and and taken the points. But overall, I think we did control the game. I think if we slot our, slot our finishing in a bit better, then maybe Morgan doesn't get to them. But I think, yeah, she was a really big part in them, in them pushing the game to penalties, yeah. Does the win get a little bit sweeter? Just a little bit after, you know, all that, the struggles that you've had in the 120 minutes before that, doesn't matter if we still got there at the end of the day, even with her saving those, having those incredible saves. Yeah, I think, well, for us going to penalties, we weren't worried. We'd practice penalties, obviously, the few weeks before that, every session we'd, we were coming in confident. Obviously, we didn't want to get there, but getting there, we knew that we, we were confident. Every single player that was going to take a penalty knew what they wanted to do. I think we probably probably had a few people on our side above when when Maka hit hit both posts. Um, I think at that point we probably got a boost and Tigers probably put their heads down a little bit. But yeah, it definitely it definitely was sweet knowing that we did go the hard yards. We played the 120 minutes the week before to get there. 120 minutes again in the final, and then we finished it off finished it off with the penalties. On one of those successful penalties, obviously, was yours. Tell us about the uh, approach walking up to a a, a penalty shootout. You know, the the chance to to um, score for your side in such a crucial moment. Were there was there ever an, an element of, of of doubt that that crept in? I mean, it would have been given the game that that Morgan had had to that point. It would have been easy for anyone to be like, "Oh, I don't know. She's been pretty good. Maybe I'm not going to get the better of her." What was what? Where was the head at in in that moment? Um, I've taken a few penalties in my life, so I feel like I have a pretty sturdy head with where I know that 
what I'm going to do in a penalty. I know that you have to be confident in yourself. It, it should be an easy task. Obviously, pressure makes it a little bit less easy. But, yeah, I think I was walking out confident. I knew where I wanted to put the ball. And, yeah, you just need to sell it and hope that Morgan follows your lead. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't casting any doubts about, you, <laughs> about your credentials. It looked like a, <laughs> a comfortable and, and confident penalty. Uh, that's for sure. Now, the other person I wanted to ask about in, in, in all of this, she didn't score in the penalty shootout, but she did get the grand final win with her side in her sort of swan song game, and that is Kylie Ledbrook. What has she meant to, to this team and to, to women's football in general, and how happy uh, were you for her to, to get that grand final glory on the final day? Oh, I think Kylie, yeah, she's done obviously a lot in women's football. She's done a lot for Rams as a club. Um, I think me joining Rams a couple of years ago, the goal for me was to go out and join my football. And I think knowing that I could play alongside such prestigious players as Kylie Lebrook, Lena Kamis, um, a few of the others as well, for me, knowing that I was a part of that journey of hers and knowing that I was a part of that grand final win to send her off just, yeah, I mean, it made it, it made it all the worthwhile, all the efforts just 10 times better to know that she got the send-off that she she deserved. So you've played in some big games. Now, if I get this wrong, I do blame the internet because I've done my re- I thought I've done some my research. Mm-hmm. AFC Under-19s Women's Championship China 2017? Yes. A- AFF Under-20s Women's Championship in 2018? Yes. Are we getting these dates correct? Yes. 24 years old. Is that, that's, that's right as well. Yes. No. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I was also 24 at the time of those as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now we know, now we know you've just aged rappers, but what was it like playing in those kinds of uh, tournaments and just being there? I mean, those were the first times that I, I got ticked off to have the Jersey, the Australian Jersey on my back, which was obviously an amazing moment. So I think you could always you could always try and look back and go, oh well, maybe we wanted to win this game and and get the title here or play more minutes there. But any time that you get to put the jersey on is such an honor. So for me, as I think I was, get your rage right, Beth. You can't get can't get it wrong again. Just just turned seventeen. Yeah, just turned seventeen. We went to China and to be there in that moment, it was. It was an amazing feeling to go out into those stadiums to to have the kit in the change room and be surrounded by such talent and well drilled girls to to play in that squad with. It was just yeah, it was I was overexcited. Overexcited. I feel like overexcited is a good thing, Lucky. That's all that's how we feel when we're about to start raining. I would down. rather be I mean if you if you put a gun to my head and you were like overexcited or underexcited, I would more often than not pick overexcited. So no, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um but you've go on. See what look what's happening. We're no, too no, nice. We're too going. nice. This is this is, is the problem with you. All right, I I'll be I'll be yeah. selfish. Um you you've kicked on as well, Beth, that you sort of had a, a breakout season, I think is fair to say, with Newcastle. You know, you've got a, a good run of games, um, some starts as well, and then obviously you've backed that up with some great performances in the NPL this season, obviously, particularly in the grand final too. Do you feel like, you know, 22, definitely 22, there's still plenty of uh, of career left to go. Do you feel like things are sort of falling into place and, and kicking into gear at, at the right time for you? 
Yeah, I mean, I've definitely come to a point where 2021 over the summer and now into 22, I've definitely felt that I'm enjoying football more and I feel like there's definitely more of a future where I can see it rather than probably start of 21. I was playing to play and trying to get somewhere but not really seeing the opportunity. Um, I think Jets definitely gave me that opportunity, which was great. Um, And then moving into Rams this year was obviously a very fruitful year for us. So, um, yeah, I mean, definitely 22. I think, I think, I hope there's more of a future left. Um, Definitely. I don't think that I'm old in the game, but yeah, I think, I think there should be some more future left in me yet. Absolutely. You know, we look forward to seeing you play. It's a weird thing in the A-League women's that the, the age group, the like the average age seems to get younger all the time and people who are like 22, 23, some of the oldest in the, the teams. What's that dynamic like? What does that feel like? Oh, I mean, it, it, it is very evident that the teams are getting younger, I think, because quite a few of the girls, once they're getting that little bit older, they're looking to go overseas and, and once they're over there, if they make a name, they want to stay over there at the highest level. So I do think that the age does feel a bit younger. But for me, knowing that everyone's kind of in there pushing to go to the same level, there's not really an issue with the age. Um, I think for me being 22, it's good. A lot of the girls around my age I've played with a lot. So for us to kind of know each other and and be pushing to kind of further our careers together and and win games and take championships and stuff, I think that's obviously a good thing. So, yeah, I think the age is probably not a bad thing. <laughs> What's the, for you, What do you have an ultimate ambition or are you trying to keep that to yourself and having that as like just setting your goals yourself so you don't allow other people to influence maybe your goals as well? Oh, no, I think my, obviously my ambitions would be I want to be able to play consistently in A-League I want to be able to make my mark I then want to go overseas play somewhere at a high level establish myself a little bit more and then obviously I don't think anyone would say that their goal isn't to play for Australia that's obviously the goal Um, that would be the highest honour that you can achieve so yeah I don't think anyone else is gonna change my mind over those goals and that's it really I feel like they're good goals, Lockie. Would you not say? They're yeah, good I mean, goals? They're, they're they're probably good goals for you. Are they good goals for 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 Kura and I? You know, probably not no, in the sense not that they're probably not, probably not realistic. <laughs> but they are no, they're fundamentally um, good goals. I did want to ask just a, a little bit more about that that season with Newcastle. Obviously, getting the amount Ooh. of um, you know game time as you did um, compared to sort of previous years. Was there a a sort of biggest lesson of that season that you you took out of that time? Was there something that really um, you took on board as a as a result of, of getting those kind of extra minutes playing against some um you know some serious talents in the comp? Um I mean really the biggest thing I took was just to take every opportunity you get. So obviously I got my opportunity in round one against Sydney. Um, that opportunity only lasted roughly 27 minutes until I did my MCL. So that was obviously not the opportunity that I thought it was going to turn out to be. Um, But six weeks later, I got another opportunity and I started my next game. 
and then I kind of just went on from there. So to be in and around that environment and to put the effort in and then to be the, given those opportunities, that's, yeah, probably the biggest thing I'd take from that is just when it comes, take it because it could potentially be gone for six weeks. Um, and then, yeah, you have to get back in. So every opportunity you have to take, that's that's what I took from that. Wow. See, it's, it sounds, sorry, I shouldn't say, it sounds like your dog is very eager for you to be back playing A-League uh, because <laughs> they are having a field day out there. Yeah, I mean, someone's obviously doing the lawns or something because she's getting a bit excited. <laughs> well, yeah. Beth, obviously, you know, predominantly both eyes on, on, on what's to come, um, the, the potential seasons uh, or season ahead, seasons ahead, but... um. Tomorrow as well. Uh, we do like to, you know, on this program, we, we like to talk about the players. We like to dip into the, the the lifestyle, the actual person themselves as well. And obviously tomorrow we nearly got in the way of, of, of the Rams end of season uh, presentation, the end of season celebration. Uh, what do you, should we, are there any important details we need to know about tomorrow is there? Like Bakul wants to know, is there a dress code? Is there some sort of who's, set up? Oh, who's there's, the person there's you there's want to be spending the most code, time with? Yeah. T- tell us about it. <laughs> there's definitely a dress code there always is um there'll probably be some some photos of the dress code probably the dress code only flying around um so our dress code is actually anything that starts with an m from MacArthur. Oh, okay <laughs> but there's also anything that starts with an r or an l for rob okay. laws uh the main man of the club he's actually leaving uh, at the end of this season obviously um so, yeah, anything that starts with an M, an R, and an L is our go-to costume outfit pickings. Lucky, lucky I'll be honest with you, when, they, when you said M, Beth, I said Minions. That's all I could think of. <laughs> I, honestly, I think some of the girls are going as Minions. So you might see a Minion or two. Yeah, it's the only <laughs> Me, like it's the only thing that came to my mind I was like look, look I feel like you would you would be Keanu Reeves in the Matrix I feel like that's what you would well see like I that. also <laughs> thought of minions but like I didn't want to be the one who said minions you never want to be the person oh, who says minions mm-hmm. you know minions, exactly you, you, but you know what minions are great they've had a great year <laughs> Beth you've had a great year and so <laughs> that was the ultimate segue thank you Lucky okay. um, <laughs> um, we really appreciate you taking time to speak to us today and um, good luck with this season have fun at your end of season uh, celebrations hopefully the minions have a great time tomorrow <laughs> um, can we actually do we get to know what what your what your costume is going to be or is that a state secret look I would say it is a secret but it actually doesn't exist yet. I have how many hours left in the day to figure it out. So okay. wish me luck on that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to be scrambling. So okay. I'm going to come up with we, something good. <laughs> yeah, we, we wish you luck and we will leave you because we want you to figure that out. And uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, we'll be right back after this break. Thank you. Thank you for having me.